So, alright guys, we gotta get this one right. On three, we're gonna say welcome back to our extraordinary thoughts, but on their mind. One, two, three. Welcome back for our What's going on, everybody? It's that ordinary podcast with the extraordinary thoughts that tells you to stop being great and be extraordinary. I'm your host, Demetrius Thigpen, also known as Meech Speaks, and welcome back to another episode of Extraordinary Thoughts for the Ordinary Mind. All right, boom. So check this out. It's Friday. It's the 3rd of February. That means that, is it the 3rd of February? No, fuck. It's the 5th of February. We're 11 days away from Valentine's Day. All right, and sticking until the theme of this month. Man, man. You know, (laughs) I was real hesitant. And doing this episode, I was I was a little I was like, hey, I don't know if I want to do this episode. But in a recent in a recent episode done with Caitlin Chacon, we start talking about past love. And, you know, I'm not going to go too deep into the episode because I love for y'all to hear it. But, you know, I explored my love history. And I, I just really sitting back and thinking about it now. I'm a firm believer that things happen on purpose for a purpose, right? That people come in your life for reasons, seasons, and lifetime lessons. And I never, well, I never really gave it too much thought because I can't stand some of these motherfuckers on this list. I I, I, I just, I couldn't, I, I just can't stand them. But I really wanted to. And just, you know, if if you don't mind, I mean, I know you ain't got shit else to do but drive the work or, you know, take care of whatever the hell you're taking care of while you're listening to me. But I really want to just go back in time a little bit. Go back in time and explore my past love, my past heartbreak. And the reason why is not to give myself like an emotional trauma again, like what it was, a tra- it was a trauma. Not to, you know, reopen wounds, but to explore that connection, to explore what I learned from them. So with no further ado, and 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 let me give out a couple of disclaimers real quick. I will not, I will not give out names. I won't give out times. I won't give out dates. And that's honestly one to it, this is this is this is a podcast dedicated to helping us become a better version of ourselves. It's not a podcast where I bash my exes, and that, that's not the place for this. But I will give out their zodiac signs. <laughs> so you astrologers out there, y'all will be able to put together the connection itself and let, you will know exactly how I was feeling during these times. And you will know like, oh, my God, like they were a match or, oh, my God, this was destined to fall apart the moment that they said something to each other. So with no further ado, let's go ahead and get into the first person. And I just one more disclaimer. This is my history. This is my trauma. Each one left something with me that I will always carry with me. And as I reflect, I when I speak, how I speak, it's going to be who I was during that time. It's going to be a reflection of who I was during that time. So... Let's get started. 
All right, so my first love was a Scorpio. She was my first love. And we all remember our first loves, like our young loves, like probably when we were like in high school, like around that time, you know what I mean? Like probably around the same time where we start to realize, you know, we're getting a little responsibility. We start maturing in ourselves, X, Y, and Z. Me Me and this motherfucker were a dynamic, destructive bomb just waiting to happen. You know what I mean? Like when I met her, I was I was 15. You remember I I was 15. And it was crazy. I met her. I was getting ready to go to football practice. And we just so happened to just meet just just randomly. Like she stayed by the school. And I just so happened to just meet her. I got there a little earlier than everybody did. And when I met her, you know, like we just like clicked. You know what I mean? Like we clicked. And we talked and we we hit it off. When I say, I, you know, it's so crazy because I swore up and down that like we were in love. You know what I mean? Like I, I knew this was what love was. But the thing that this taught me was that you have to know what proper love is. Like what you saw with your parents may not have been the best example of what love is. And me and her, I don't think we saw the best examples of what love is. Me and her were a toxic couple and when I say like a toxic couple me and this motherfucker like dog like when I'm telling you bro like look me and her would fight like she was the first person I ever explored abuse with like I'm talking about physical abuse emotional abuse mental abuse you you name it and me and her were doing it you feel me and we thought we were just in love with each other like we were spending time with each other we were buying each other things we were obviously we were fucking you know but we were in love, but I'm talking about we were so bad for each other. We were so bad for each other. And we were bad for each other because we just really didn't know how to express love. We didn't know how to properly, we didn't know what it meant, like, to do things for somebody that truly, that you truly, let me rephrase. The things we were doing, you wouldn't do that to a person if you truly loved them. I remember one time we would get into arguments and we would just fight. We would argue. I'm talking about we would yell at each other. She, no, let me rephrase. She didn't yell. She didn't yell. I would yell. And I don't know, like, you know, when I want to express like how I feel, like I yell. Like I'm not even about to like sugarcoat it. I'm not like one of them type of people that just like, oh yeah, we're going to talk like civilized adults. Depending on the situation, this might be turned, this might turn into a fucking screaming match. And we were like that. We were like that. And one of the biggest factors that we would get into it about all the time was infidelity. And no, I was not perfect. I was constantly cheating. I was constantly cheating. Like, I'm, I'm going to tell you right now, like, if she if she could say, like, you know, we were, I was cheating. And I wasn't, it wasn't that I wasn't satisfied but I, I I just felt like I just I didn't value the idea of what a boyfriend or a girlfriend truly was. I really did. And I really I was 15. I want to explore life. I didn't the idea of being bound by one person. I, I treated relationships more like a novelty than what they really were. And she was one of those type of people like what you do to me, I'm gonna do to you. So if I cheated on her. 
oh, she's going to cheat back on me. And we weren't breaking up. No, no, fuck, no, no. This is young love. Like, oh, we we going to get married. We from the same city. You know what I mean? Like, you going to have my kids. Like, all of that shit. Like, she was not leaving me. But she was going to make sure that I hurt. She was going to make sure. One of the times that we, that it came out was, it was my birthday. I was turning 18. And we were together for about, like, three years. We were, like, together for, like, three years. And I I wasn't trying to be bothered with nobody, but like I wanted to celebrate my 18th birthday. I'm an adult. I'm out here walling the fuck out. And when I mean walling the fuck out, you name it, I'm doing it. And I remember she blowing my phone up, blowing it up, blowing it up. I want to spend time with you, X, Y, and Z. I'm I belong to the streets. All right. I'm out here. Okay. And Lord behold. Lord behold. The next day we meet, literally, it was literally the next day. We sit down, we sit down and we talk and we had this thing, right? We had this like thing that we always did and it was the come clean thing. And you, anybody knows what come clean means. It means like, you know, just tell me everything that you've done and I'm going to forgive you. But this is the thing is that I'm a forgiving person. I'll let shit go. We'll live in the moment, but I'll let that shit go. She did not. No, no, no. The Scorpio did not let shit go. In fact, the Scorpio would, this would be a moment for her to one, kill me on the inside and two, for her to keep that shit in in the mental bank. So with that being said, we would come clean and I would tell her like, yeah, like, hey, you know, I slept with X, Y, and Z. She would cry. Now, this is when I realized I wasn't built to dish out what I'm to take what I'm dishing out. This is when I realized I wasn't built for that. She would tell me that she cheated and who she cheated with. And I'm an inquisitive person. So, you know, I'm going to ask questions. You know, I'm gonna add, and at the time I was at, I was I was young, so I was asking kitty shit like, "Does he have sex better than me? Is his dick bigger than mine? Do you love him?" Blah blah blah. And I remember I used to cry. Oh my god! Like I used to cry. You feel me? I used to cry in her arms. Like I'm talking about not like some little thug tears. No, I used to be like, "Why you just keep doing this to me? You know I love you." And I just was like, oh, my God. And this, I mean, then she would tell me, like, you know, I did it on your birthday. It's because of her, right? It's because of her that I get on November 29th. I always get like this pit in my stomach because of her. Because I know she's out fucking somebody on my birthday. And it it never stopped there. It didn't stop there because this was the complaint thing. So we would forgive each other, right? And we would still be in destructive shit. We would still be doing shit to each other. When we would fight, we were breaking things. Let me rephrase. I, no, no. I was breaking things. And I felt like, one, I could buy it again. You know what I mean? And two, I felt like that was the only way I could show her how mad I really was, was by breaking something. And that was the stupidest shit I ever thought about. So I remember we were fighting one time. And I grabbed her purse. I grabbed it. And she was like, give me my stuff back. Give me my stuff back. And I was like, you want it back? You want it back? And I threw it. And we were outside when I did it. We, and this is the thing. We, we didn't care where we were fighting. We were fighting. And I threw it up against this brick wall. 
And I just heard this loud. I was like, what the fuck is in there? It was her camera. Nah, you can tell this is a different fucking time because she had like a camera. We we have phones, really. Like I was not saying like it's like a twenty year difference, but I threw that motherfucker. I threw that motherfucker, and I remember her crying because that was her phone. I remember I said I would buy her again. I remember we would make up, and that was it. We would fight. We would make up. We would fight. We would make up. We would fight. We would make up. You know, I'm proving my love to her. She's proving, man, we were out here fucking wilding. I remember I had gotten into a fight in a club because of this motherfucker. Like, like I couldn't stand, like, she was, she was also the jealous type. Like, she was notorious for being jealous. And I ain't gonna, you know, sit here and just say, like, oh, she was crazy. No, no, no. I definitely, I was definitely the reason why she was crazy. You feel me? Like, I was definitely the reason why she would get jealous. Because I'm, once again, I'm out here wilding the fuck out. <laughs> so, so and, I, and I say that because this, <laughs> that was the driest laugh ever. But I say that because, you know, you always hear men say, oh, she's crazy. She's this. No, no, nigga. She, you make her like that. Ain't no woman just crazy. You make her like that. Because of the shit that you do. And I remember being in the club and we're partying, you know, we're laughing and stuff like that. And I'm dancing very, very, very close with another woman. And I forgot she was in there. I forgot. You know, I was drinking. Like, I'm having a good time. And I forgot. She saw that. And once again, an eye for an eye. I don't know if y'all know how Scorpios work, but they're an eye for an eye type of guy. They're, they're the eye for the eye type of people. And she got to dancing with some other guy, and it was just. I knew I could fight on that day. I knew I was going to be fighting a lot. I remember getting into it with them and blah, blah, blah. And next, you know, we fighting in the club and the security guards, like my people's fighting them. We fighting them. They fighting us. And the security guard pushes us out. And this motherfucker pushes me out with the wrong group. He ain't pushed me out with my friends. He pushed me out with the, the guys I just got done fighting with. And when they did a head count, they did a head count. They looked around to see who was all out there. And then they realized that I was out there with them. When I tell you these, it was about like four. It was four of them. When I say they beat the shit out of me, they beat the, the they pushed me out there. I was good. When they brought me back in, I was covered in blood. Like they fucked me up out there. And I was still in love with her. Like, like I, I mean, like, yeah, we cried. We argued. We said that we were over, but nah. No, nah, we gonna make this shit work. You my like, I love you. She was the first person to ever bust my nose. She was the first person to ever bust my nose. And I remember that because we were at our house, we were arguing. I mean, and when I say we were at our house, understand we still have school. So if I'm at her house, we're both not at school. We were so bad for each other. We were fucking each other's futures up and didn't even realize it. Like I was skipping school to be with her. She was skipping school to be with me. The only difference between her and I was that my school, she remembers she stayed close by the school. So all I would do is just like skip half the day and then go back to school. She would skip the full day. And because she would skip the full day, she ended up getting kicked out of her school and getting sent to one of those alternative schools because of it. And I remember 
being at our house and we were arguing, we were arguing. And I remember, I remember <laughs> she told me get out and I was drinking a glass of water. And I was like, you need to cool down. And she was like, what? And I took that glass of water and I poured it on that bitch's head. When I tell you, this is how I found out that humans, we, we don't capture depth perception the same way that we capture motion. It's a lot slower. She hit me with a straight jab dead in my nose, dead in my nose. And I remember holding my nose and looking down like, you just bust my nose. And she said, get the fuck out. And in that moment, that's when I realized I want this bitch to have my motherfucking kids. Fuck all of that. I'm in love. I love her. Like, this is how deep I was in the matrix. Like, this is how, like, what young love was. And I'm talking about my nose is busted. I had to walk back to school. I had two fucking tissues up my nose. People thought that my mama had did this shit to me. No, this is like my baby. Like, my baby did this. Like, y'all, y'all don't understand. Like, we in love. Fuck y'all. And... Eventually, I would go into the military, and we survived boot camp. Like, I didn't get a dear John, like, luckily. Like, I don't know how we survived, but we survived. But my first, shit, this wasn't even my first year into the fleet. And I remember I was about to do the Buddhist thing, and I remember it, too, because, and and I really, I don't know who's hearing this, but let me first, I don't know who needs to hear this, but do not, do not call your significant other. You feel me? Especially if y'all on the rocks. Why you in the desert? Because whatever information that you got, you get, you ain't going to be able to process that shit while you on a mission. You ain't going to be able to handle that shit because you ain't got nowhere to go, especially if you're like your significant other, spouse, boyfriend, girlfriend, whatever the fuck you want to call it, is 2,565 miles away. And I remember calling her and I was saying like, yo, like, I want to be with you. I love you. You know, we need to just make this work. Just, just come clean. When she told me that she had a girlfriend and a boyfriend, I just broke down. I broke down. I was crying. Mind you, I'm on a mission. Like, we're, we were in Iraq sleep, and I had just woke up and caught her. She's the reason why I started smoking. Now, mind you, I'm 30. This happened when I was 19. I've been smoking for all, for 10 years. And I'm talking about I was in a smoke pit, chain smoking, chain smoking, chain smoking. And honestly, every time I light a cigarette, I think of her like, oh, man, this motherfucker. Like, this is the reason why. And that's just how bad we were at hurting each other. You know, we would try to make it work, but all we could, all we really cared about was just hurting each other. If you do this to me, I'm going to do this to you. This love would teach me. This love would teach me how not to love somebody. It would teach me that real love isn't supposed to hurt. Real love, you're not supposed to hurt each other. That we shouldn't have to worry about if I missed your call, what's about to happen? Or if I haven't heard from you, what are you doing? How I express how I love you isn't through yelling it isn't through fighting it isn't through breaking shit it isn't through crying 
It isn't through those things. That's not what love is. Next, and this is another one for the Richter scale, was a Virgo. Mm. I don't know which one was worse, the Scorpio or the Virgo, but the Virgo, she 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 hurt me differently. We were different from the from the jump. She was slow and steady. I wasn't. We met because once again we were from the same city. We had seen each other around, but we never really spoke to each other. And then we finally just reached out via Facebook. And, you know, like, the crazy thing is, is that we stayed down the street from each other. We didn't even know it. So, like, we would hang out and, you know, we would just do, like, little simple things. And then it just blossomed into a relationship. And, you know, just like any relationship, you know, I loved her. She loved me. But we were two different people. I'm talking about the shit I thought was funny. She did not think was funny. And the things that she thought were like deep, I thought was just shallow. You know, we prided ourselves on different things. You know, we we cared about different things. Like I was just, we annoyed each other, if that makes sense. Like we really just annoyed each other. And we tried to put up with it because it was a relationship. But the reality was, is that we didn't, we loved each other, but we didn't like each other. And I, I'm a firm believer that if you don't like somebody, you can love a family member and not like them. And honestly, that's kind of how I felt with her. Like, I love you, but I'm not, I'm not, I don't, I don't like you. And I bet you're thinking like, well, why didn't y'all just break up when y'all realized y'all just, y'all annoyed each other like that? She was pregnant by me. This was the first time I had ever experienced a pregnancy. I was, I was getting, I was really, this is during the time where me and Scorpio had broken up and I had found somebody different completely. I'm talking about like, it wasn't really like a 180. They had so many other similarities, but she was pregnant. We were going to have a kid. You know, growing up without a father, I felt like I was going to be in this child's life. I was going to be in her life. But we fucking hated each other. I'm talking about we hated each other. Like I'm talking about this probably, this was, if there's a twin flame, this was my twin fucking, I don't know what, twin enemy. Like, this is like my sworn enemy. And I remember like, you know, we would try to hang on because of the pregnancy. We fought on Valentine's Day. Like, we got into like this big blowout on Valentine's Day. And it, it was just always some shit between me and her. And finally, she met somebody. And this is also the first person that ever dumped me for somebody else. And I remember when she dumped me. Like, she dumped me, you know, obviously because we fucking hated each other. But she found, and this is the thing. It's like, I can take, I can take being dumped. Yeah, no, I can't. But... <laughs> She, it was the idea of, one, I had never been dumped by anybody. Two, I, you dumped me for who? For what? Are you, you're, wait, no, you're pregnant. You're pregnant by me. Like, no, we got to stick this shit out. We're going to have to make this work. The guy was older. He was older. And I'm talking about complete different than I was. You know, like, obviously, he was more mature. You know, he had already started to get himself together. 
he he was a lot calmer too. He was he was way calmer than I was. And I remember that day we were arguing. We were arguing with each other. And I was like, call him then. Call your new dude. Since that's who you want to talk about, that's who you want to be with. She called him. She called him. Oh my gosh, she called him. And I remember him getting on the phone and me being a hot-blooded Sagittarius yelling. I'm yelling at him. And he was like, what? I was like, how you going to be pregnant? But I was like, how you going to date Danielle when she pregnant by me? He was like, is she pregnant by you? And at the time, she had lost the baby. And there was a number of reasons why she lost the baby, but the main reason was stress. And I can honestly say that the, the stress probably came from me. And when I was like, no, he was like, then why are you on my phone? I'm glad he couldn't see my face when he said that. I'm glad he couldn't see my face because my face, I had never, no one's ever said that to me. You know what I mean? Like I had never been shut down like that. So not only am I being rejected, I just got shut down by her new guy. Mm. He had a beard too. I just, I don't, that, that doesn't hold any weight in the story. I just really wanted to just like paint a picture of him. He had a beard and it connected. I was intimidated. I wasn't insecure. I was just intimidated by this older gentleman who was calmer, cooler, and just took my girl. Well, let's be honest with you. She was never my girl to begin with. And honestly, nobody belongs to anybody. But I was young and I thought that. And if she truly was mine or destined to be with me, she would have been with me. She would teach me how it felt to be rejected. How it felt to experience. She taught me why it is so important to establish a a firm foundation with somebody. To have a connection with somebody. Because if you don't have, if you don't like the person that you're in love with then you're going to be fucking miserable. And that's exactly, that's exactly how me and her felt. That was exactly how we felt. We were miserable. And I always remembered that. We don't talk. Me and her do not talk. Like, I'm going to just be honest with you. Me and her do not talk. Even, I think she posted some weird shit on social media one day. And I reached out to her because I was just generally concerned. And we, it was such an awkward conversation that I was just like, all right, yeah, go fuck yourself. But I will always remember how important it is to always have a connection with someone and to never date a fucking Virgo again. Like, I don't know if you a Virgo and you listening to this, like, yeah, like that. Nah, that's a, that's a, that's a dub, bro. Like, we're not doing that. Oh, this next person. This next person. She was confident. She had her shit together. You know, when they talk about like somebody that was just independent. They're talking about her. Doesn't need a man. But would like to have one every now and then. 
don't talk to this person if you don't have no intentions with this person. This person, everybody gravitated around for advice, for guidance. She was the oldest child. And I loved her. I knew I was going to love this woman the day dad. Her, I think it was like her mom. Her mom got into a car accident. And I'm talking about like the family is in like she's the family. It's a crisis. Okay. Everyone's hysterical. Everyone's fucking crying. And she's the only one that's calm, cool, and collected. She's on the phone with the insurance. She's on the phone with this. She's on the phone with that. She's handling fucking business. And I'm just sitting there. And I'm thinking to myself like, oh, I'm going to marry her. Oh, I'm in fucking love. This woman was a Leo. Now, if you can look up at the look at the star signs, you would know like the compatibility was just like it was through the roof. So what happened, Demetrius? If she's all of this, what happened? It was me. <laughs> it was me. It was me. It was me. It was me. And this is why. I was young. Like the Demetrius that y'all hear now. And the Demetrius that I was then are two different people. I was young. I had just got to California. I'm I'm in a relationship. Yeah. I have a girlfriend. Yeah. But it's Friday. I'm going out. It's Saturday. I'm going out. I can see my girlfriend on Sunday. I can see my girlfriend on a Tuesday. I can see her on a Monday. But I work Monday through Friday. Friday night. It's up there. You feel me? Like we out there and she wasn't, she wasn't for that. You know, she was like, yo, like we're in a relationship. I want to spend time with you. I don't want to see you when you're creeping through my fucking window. Cause that's how it will work. I would go out and then I would come home. I would, I wouldn't come home. I would go to her house and it's like two o'clock in the fucking morning and I would hop the gate and I would go through her window and then I would sleep there and then spend the day with her. And she, at first, that shit was romantic. She just loved that shit. And then she realized, like, I don't see you during the day that often. You're always out. And she was not for that. Her mom was not for that. Her mom, her family knew me because I was at family gatherings. Her mom was not for that. Like, she was like, yo, like, why are you with a guy that's, like, doing shit like this? You know what I mean? And we came from two different cultures. Two different cultures. You know, she she was Mexican. I was black. And the thing about her family was that her family was super tight. Her family was super tight. And honestly, just to be 100 percent transparent, she brought out a a insecurity of mine that I didn't know I had. I was insecure about the relationship that I had with my family. I'm not close to mine. Hell, I can go like three months without talking to my mom. They didn't even write me a, a letter letter in boot camp until like I was like two, three weeks in. Her family, they wanna they wanna know what's going on. They wanna know what you're doing. They wanna know all of that shit. And it would it would bother me. You know what I mean? It would bother me. Because to be honest with you, it was so much it was so much love that I was just uncomfortable with that. 
I felt like they were being intrusive when they were just, they were a family. I felt like I didn't have space, but in the reality was, is that they were giving me the love that I did not have when I was growing up. They, you know, obviously they had their own dysfunctions, but they were a family. And it was something that I was missing. And if you've read the book, you know how I feel about, like, hell, my grandmother. And you know how I feel about my father. So to finally get that, I pushed it away. I pushed it away. I felt like I didn't belong, so I made myself not be alone. And the thing about me is that when I feel like I'm being rejected, I tend to reject things, even if the things are not rejecting me. And that's what I would do. And that's really why I always kept my distance. But this woman, she was beautiful. And I'm not talking about like a physical thing. Her mind was beautiful. Her spirit is what guided me the most. It was what poured at me the most. If you've ever heard me say like the things I look for in a woman, like I always talk about like, you know, white polish and confidence. And she radiated confidence. I'm talking about confidence just poured out of her. Like you would be confident being around her. You know what I mean? And I'm talking about the thing about confidence. What I love about confidence is that regardless of how you dress, how you look, however the situation is, when you're confident, that shit speaks louder it's viewed more than any physical attribute like a confident person walks in a room they haven't said anything and they're the loudest person in the room already and that's exactly what she was confident and honestly as I sit back on this round I was thinking to myself and I was just like She is somebody who I, her, her, the qualities that she possesses, what I will always look for in a woman. Always. She taught me exactly who I was looking for. She showed me exactly who I was looking for. And it was that type of love that will always stick with me. Now, I bet you're wondering, what happened? Oh, God, yeah, she done me on my birthday. Yeah, I know. My birthday is not a sacred, like, for, I guess to everybody else, like, the day that I'm celebrating my birth is like a fucking free for all for them. Like, on that day, like, it's it's say whatever the fuck you want to say to me. Do whatever the fuck you want to do. Like, I'm, I'm not celebrating anything but a fucking funeral of my emotions. But, yeah, she wasn't going for none of my shit and dumped me on my birthday. And she, I remember, you know, I remember talking to her about it. And she said, I dumped you on your birthday because I already knew you were going out. I already knew you were going out and I just didn't fucking feel like being bothered. So I was just like, let me just go ahead and cut it right here. And I remember the next week because, yes, I still went out. I was like, I don't give a fuck. But the next week when it finally hit me, I was laid up on I was laid up on the floor crying, crying because I didn't lose like a girlfriend. I lost my home. This person created things. She brought life into me. And I didn't realize what I had lost until I actually lost it. Next. And. Uh, 
a Gemini. Two different signs on the opposite ends of the zodiac. They say people come in your life to show you a repeated cycle or introduce you to something new that's going to be a guide. She was new, but she was so familiar. Weird how we met because I was I was going and she was coming, you know. And this one thing I want you to know is that love does not have a beginning. You don't know how that shit going to happen. But it always has an end. And this person, she this was a love from a different lifetime. That I can say. Like I met her before. We 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 spoke. And the conversation, it was it was a conversation I had previously had with somebody. I just couldn't put my finger on who I had it with. We loved. And it was a love that I had previously had, but I just didn't know who I had it with. We touched. And each inch of her felt familiar. Communication. And, you know, I'm a talkative person, but my native tongue is body language and she spoke that my native tongue my native love language is physical touch and she knew that to me I thought this was my twin flame I thought that this this was it this is what love is it's a reflection of me I said things to her and we were two people that experienced trauma in our lives. So I would talk to her and I remember one time I was talking and I just sat back and I was just like, I've never said this shit out loud before. I have repressed this. I swore that I would never talk about this. And here I am verbally vocalizing it with you. I remember going places with her that I could never take anybody else with. I just wanted to share with her. I just wanted to love her. Her love, it was like a nurturing thing for me. It showed me it showed me what I, it was a piece that I was missing. And when I say a piece that I was missing, I want to say this. Nobody completes you. Nobody completes you. They only either, they compliment you. And they show you the things that can, comp, that, that help you more. She showed me why I appreciate words of affirmation. I had never been called beautiful before. And it wasn't just like a verbal thing. It was the way that she looked at me. She looked at me as if like. Like as she had found me. Like when I. When I spoke. She actually could hear me. And it's weird because I'm a speaker. 
but I felt like she could hear me. Even when I didn't say anything, she could still hear me. And I remember, I remember there was a time when I was experiencing just so many emotions at one point. Like I had received some good news, but it was good news for everybody else. And it was supposed to be good news for me, but I was experiencing so many emotions at that particular moment. I just, I just felt chaotic. And I remember asking if I could just be around her, you know, just be around. I don't want anything else. I just want to be around you. And I remember laying next to her and just being at peace. I loved her. And in a way, I I loved her differently than everyone else. Honestly, everyone received a different aspect of love from me because we we show love. People receive love differently from us. But I think she'd be the she'd be somebody on my mind always. Fuck. What she taught me. <sighs> she showed me that one. It's one thing to express emotions to somebody, but it's another to become emotionally dependent on someone. And because I I have finally been able to just finally express who I was, my insecurities. I became too emotionally dependent. And once again, like if you know the star signs, you know how we handle conflict two different ways. Me and her handle conflict two different ways. We were our almost relationship. Something that wasn't something that had that started but never finished. We were on our way there, but we could never get there for six months. We thought we had it, but we did. And honestly, to this day, I sit back and I think that not what could have been, but I don't think it was supposed to go any further. I think that we were supposed to come in our lives to show each other what we needed and what we didn't. Fuck, because the first the first argument that we had, I did not know that that was going to be our last argument. She she ain't cut for it. She ain't cut for that. Like I'm talking about, like with the Leo, we we was duking. We 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 was doing duking it out verbally. Like like she wasn't gonna let nobody talk to her crazy. But with the Gemini, no. She wasn't made for that. And it being an almost means that this can almost happen or it almost won't. But when she left, I felt something missing. I damn near was ready to blow my fucking brains out. I was so in love with her. And that the idea of not being loved by her was just so unbearable. But the reality was is that I was never meant for her and she was never meant for me. We were just two souls that would just meet. She taught me how, why you need to release. Because when she dumped me, 
she brought out a different side of me that I did not know I was. I pride myself on not being insecure. I pride myself on my confidence. I pride myself on my ability to let go. But for some reason, I could not let her go. I couldn't. The very idea of losing her was just so unbearable. Like it was the first time I experienced like this type of heartbreak, like my chest. Like I was losing weight, like I stopped eating. I stopped being me because I thought I lost me. I was on her social medias. I'm I'm creating fake profiles because I got blocked. You, you feel me? And this is the thing is that it turned me. Love will make you do some wild shit. Like, I'm going to just be honest with you. Love, I was never into this type of shit. But love will make you do it. I was fixated. And that fixated become, the fixation became such an obsession. She was the first thing that I thought of in the morning. She was the first thing I thought of when I closed my eyes. I just loved her. I just wanted to be loved by her. I wanted her back. But the reality was is that things have a time limit on them. And once they expire, they expire. And that's okay. Because you have to be able to appreciate the lesson that you received. You can't, you, you can't get that person back. Reasons, seasons, lifetime lessons. That season was up. And with this person, she taught me. She taught me the art of letting go. Even though that was a hard fucking lesson to do. But the one thing that she taught me. If the Leo taught me the qualities I look for in a woman. She taught me the qualities. She taught me how I want to be loved as a man. And what I mean by that, she won. I explored my love language with her. But not just how I give love, you know, not how I show love, but how I receive it. She showed me why I appreciate words of affirmation. Why I appreciate physical touch. Why I appreciate quality time. And it was those lessons that I would carry on into my next relationship. And just like that, another extraordinary thought left this ordinary mind. I hope you enjoyed this episode half as much as I enjoyed making it. Stay tuned Mondays and Fridays. Don't forget to follow me on Instagram at Meech Speaks. Once again, that's Meech Speaks. Meech is spelled M-E-E-C-H. Don't forget to share this podcast, subscribe to this podcast, follow this podcast, pass this podcast to somebody because this podcast was dedicated to helping everyone become a better version of themselves. Even though I don't know what that type of version is, I just know that you can be better. Lastly, don't forget to grab your copy of The Extraordinary Thought from the Ordinary Mind available on Amazon, Barnes and Nobles. I think there's an electrical copy. You know what it is. Stay hungry. Stay motivated. I'm out.